Well, good morning, Dr. Hatfield, and welcome to day three of our reading plan as we read through the book of James. And this time, I want to invite you to read, meditate, and pray over these passages as we trust God for a faith that works. James 1 verse 5 says, Now if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his exaltation, but let the rich boast in his humiliation, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises and together with the scorching wind dries up the grass, its flowers falls off and its beautiful appearance perishes. In the same way, the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. If you were guaranteed an answered prayer in this season by God, what would you ask for? This is what James is tackling. When we are going through difficulties, what should we pray about? And James's answer is simple. Ask God for wisdom. But why do we need wisdom when we are going through trials? Why not ask God for strength or provision, deliverance or help? Here's why. Because we need wisdom so we will not waste the opportunities in the midst of trials to mature. Wisdom helps us to understand how to use these circumstances for our good and for God's glory. But James not only explains what to ask for, he also explains how to ask for it. He says we should ask in faith. James compares constant doubt to the waves of the sea up one minute and down the next. Now, I don't think he's scolding us in our doubt, but he's making sure that we see the effect that it has on our hearts. All this up and down is evidence of immaturity. It's an area in our faith that God can grow. In fact, Ephesians 4.14 says that we are like little children when every wave of teaching or doctrine throws us around. Maybe in our context today, every strange WhatsApp voice note, fake news, or strange out-of-context bit of theology that you are hearing. So the encouragement then is this. Go before God with a believing heart and ask Him to give you the wisdom that you need in the season. We can grow in our faith. In this final section, James applies this to two different Christians, the poor and the rich. As we'll see all throughout this letter, money and social status were real problems among these people. But here's the point. The difficulties in life have a way of bringing all of us to the same level. In moments where those who are down and out catch a break, and moments when the affluent are brought low by disaster, James says Christian maturity will see both circumstances with a godly perspective. Earthly riches can never truly make or break us. And while earthly treasures are given to enjoy and steward for good, heavenly treasures can be cherished forever. What am I doing in this season for good with what God has given to me? In this season, we can ask God for the wisdom to see things for the way that they are and then to respond accordingly. So as you reflect and pray today, here's a question. What would be the difference between a wise and a foolish view of what's happening in your life at the moment, both personally and professionally? 
let's take this to God in prayer. Let's be open and honest and let's trust him for a faith that works. I'll see you tomorrow.